You're only giving the little spark a madness. Followed Mr. Carpenter. What he saw couldn't have been a dream. It was too real. But it couldn't have been true either. It was too deliciously frightful. Trying to catch yesterday. Old times are only good when you've had them. Night after night, all alone. Daddy's all pent up. Let's freak. Third irrational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Well, ladies and germs, I'd hoped, I'd wished, I'd prayed, and I finally got my grubby little hands on the sequel to Killer Pinata, and that is Bride of Killer Pinata. I had heard that this was made, I think I actually mentioned that in the past review of Killer Pinata. I couldn't find it anywhere. Turns out it wasn't anywhere, as it's just been released on Tubi. I mean, I believe there was some copy sent to a few people as like an early press sort of thing, but it's only just come out now. <laughs> um, okay, so look, the main premise of the film is Lindsay from the first one, 10 years on, you know, she's got a domestic life now, she's got a kid, she's got a wife, you know, she's living the domestic life, however, it seems to be a little bit bored. We get a flashback at the start to show what's happened in the past 10 years. And the killer piñata is locked in a glass case in her basement. Now, I don't even know where to start with this. This movie is bonkers. (laughs) Um, I mean, the opening is just that little bit of a background on what she's been doing for the first or for the last 10 years. I kind of feel it dragged on a bit. I don't think we needed as much information as we were provided, but it is what it is. I think the best thing about this and the original Killer Pinata film is it's very reminiscent of Child's Play. Um, you know, you've got essentially a possessed item. So whereas Child's Play, you had the Chucky doll. This one, you've got a pinata. And, and this one you've got the, the female piñata, the unicorn, which is so freaking cute. Oh my god, the little interactions they have between each other are adorable. But um, it's very sarcastic, it's very self-aware. And I think that's what's sort of a charm about it, is just how ridiculous it is. Which is, once again, much like the Child's Play films. Um... But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's some great kills in this film. You've got, you know, a good old dick sucking pulled off <laughs> scene. I don't know how you want to describe that. I mean, it sucks a dick, it bites a dick off, and it pretty much torpedoes the dick through someone's head. As you do. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to dickhead, really. <laughs> but, um... There's two major things about this film that really brought it down for me. And honestly, one of them isn't even the film itself. It's the fact that it was released on Tubi. Which, don't get me wrong, I adore Tubi. Some of my favourite movies I've found because of Tubi. However, I don't know. I watched this film simultaneously with a friend. I'm in Australia, the friend is in the States. We started the film at the exact same time. And yet I had like 10 times the amount of advert breaks that they did. It was ridiculous. It was like every 10, 15 minutes there was an ad break. And the ad breaks would go for like five minutes long because it'd be about seven or eight ads in one. 
And once again, I'm. this is nothing to do with the film. This is to do with the viewing experience and where it was located. I understand Tubi. I understand that it's a distribution website. I understand that it's great for the horror community. It's great for horror movies, for independent films. I get all that. And in, by no way am I saying, you know, it's a horrible website because it's not. I love Tubi. However, they need to monitor the amount of ads because I don't understand why I would get like 30,000 fucking ad breaks versus the same film starting at the same time in the States have maybe three. And the three ad breaks were like 10 seconds long. Like when you have a film that's already too long, which I'll get to in a moment. So you got a two hour long film with multiple ad breaks between you lose interest because you're bored. And this is the problem we have with TV today now as well, which is why we all stick to streaming websites and, you know, YouTube and whatnot. We don't have the same attention span that we used to. We're so used to fast-paced uh, media that this it just distracts you. You get bored. And unfortunately, that's what happened. I found myself actually wanting to go back and rewatch parts to try and gain what it is that I missed or to replay and have a better understanding of what's going on in the film. Once again, obviously, this is a 2B issue, not a movie issue. However, it really, really destroyed the viewing experience for me. And I don't know why some movies get more ads than others. Um... I would have thought it's maybe a time thing because it's two hours long, but I've watched other films that are about the same through Tubi and it's made no difference. Um, one minute, I could watch it one time and it'll be two ads for the whole film. Watch it another time and it's 30 ads for the whole film. But, you know, when you have a two hour long film and you're adding all these breaks, it really doesn't help. Um, which, as I said before, coming to my second point, of I suppose point of negativity of this film is it's far too long the runtime is far too long I think it's like just on two hours and for this kind of self-aware b-grade horror goodness you need like an hour 20 to an hour 40 there was filler stuff in there that wasn't needed there were characters in there that weren't needed um, I have heard a lot of people say they prefer this one over the first one, and I've got to disagree. I really enjoyed Killer Pinata, and yet I only really enjoyed aspects of Bride of Killer Pinata. There are quite a few changes I would have made to condense. Um, not to say that they're not worth having at all. I can understand why some people would enjoy having them or prefer, you know, the added information or background. For me, it, it just seemed wasteful. It just it wasn't needed. But one thing I did really enjoy about this film is the puppetry. In the first one, there was very limited puppetry. It was more so just a couple of, I'm going to say hinges. I don't know if they actually used hinges, but... That's the direction that the heads would move, would be up and back, just to give a bit more life. These fuckers were standing on their hind legs. Like <laughs> These pinatas are walking around, they're moving their arms and legs, they're running, they're jumping, they're moving their head. Like, the puppetry was absolutely on point and such a big upgrade compared to the first. 
The first does have a charm about it, though, being only the head, um, and more so watching it run depending on the camera angles, where this one it was um, obviously a lot more puppetry, there was a lot more movement. But overall, Bride of the Killer Pinata, it's worth a watch for the kills alone. The kills alone. And the backstory, like the backstory on the female pinata is really sweet. Kind of sad. Um, it's nice to see another pinata, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know if, because this is so similar to Child's Play, if this is going to maybe take on a third film that might just be Seed. <laughs> might be Seed. Might be, I mean, you can't do Bride, we just did Bride. So it's not going to be, you know, like Bride at Chucky, because we just did Bride of the Killer Pinata. But, um, yeah, considering we all thought the first one was a surefire dead end with the way it ends and with what happens, I'm sure you could make a third. You could bring in a third, for sure. Whether it be like a little pinata and be seed of killer pinata, whether it be something else, I don't know. But I do kind of feel, regardless of how I felt with certain aspects of this one, that you could definitely make it a trilogy. And it would be a really fun, drunk night with friends, throw on the TV and laugh your asses off type trilogy. Because this movie is just fun. They're both just fun. Regardless of the runtime for this one and my gripes with some of the other things in this one, it's still worth a watch. I would still watch it again. I'd try and watch it without ads. <laughs> but, um, no, overall, this is a lot of fun. I highly recommend. Uh, if you haven't seen Killer Pinata, do a double feature for sure. Watch one and then the other. Um, first of all, they're hilarious. Second of all, you're supporting really small indie, you know, uh, companies and distributors and all of that fun stuff. Um, which at the moment I think we really, we really need to do is get behind some more indie, indie films, but I don't know, overall for this one, like I said, I still had a lot of fun. I would cut down the runtime and I think because of the runtime, I'm going to bring my score down a little bit. Um, so Killer Pinata, I had it three and a half stars from memory. I would probably bring this down to two, maybe two and a half, but closer to two out of five. Um, as I said, some of the characters aren't really needed. Some of, you know, the extra filler isn't really needed. But overall, it's still an enjoyable film. It's still one I will rewatch. Absolutely. Um, I'll go back for the double feature for sure. Really hoping there's a third. I really would love to make this a trilogy and just go balls to the wall craziness. But we will see. But with that being said, uh, yeah, two, two and a half stars out of five. Good watch. Go give it a watch. Go give the first one a watch. I hope you enjoyed this random little, <laughs> little review. Um, this originally actually wasn't part of my tacos and tv tuesdays killer series because i didn't know what was coming out so i hope you enjoyed it and we have killer rack 
Yeah, Killer Rack is the next review in this series. And that's an interesting one also. So keep an eye out. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. You were just listening to the Film Spark podcast. For all your film needs and more, like what you heard, give us a shot. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more. Or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod. You know what? Just follow us on everything. Check out the link tree. Linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.